Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Hi, everybody. I'm Cassidy, one of your Indianapolis Colts cheerleaders, and you're watching the Believe in Colts podcast. Welcome back to Believe in Colts. I'm Lawrence Owen, and today we're going to go through what happened with the Colts hosting the Bears preseason week two and get in a little bit about this Jonathan Taylor drama of the Indianapolis Colts giving Jonathan Taylor permission to go out and seek a trade opportunity with other teams, right? Um, Here's the big thing right now, as you've seen in the title, I feel like the Indianapolis Colts are actually improving overall as a team, not just, and we didn't even see the starters in the game against the Bears. Now, how can I say that I feel like they're improving if we didn't even see the the best players on the field? I'm going to get into that right after I remind everybody that BetOnline is your number one source for all your betting needs. Get the latest odds, lines, and matchup reports for baseball, boxing, golf, and the NFL, and more. BetOnline continues to be the fastest and easiest way to place your wagers, including live betting, and your favorite casino and card games available to play right from your phone. Head to the website or use your mobile device to sign up today and get in on the action. Just use the promo code BELIEVE, that's B-L-E-A-V, to receive your 50% welcome bonus on your first deposit. Bet online, where the game starts. So let's get into a little bit about what happened in the preseason game. It looked like to me both quarterbacks, when they came in, Both of them seemed a little antsy, right? They had a little bit of Anthony Richardson vibes going on as both quarterbacks in their first drive were overthrowing their intended receivers. It's odd. Both passes that Gardner Minshew missed, only two, went high. He was overthrowing his receivers. Same with. And this is weird, weird to say, okay? Sam Ellinger was overthrowing his receivers. Sam Ellinger, when he came in, his first couple passes were absolute rockets to two different players in tight windows. Now, that's something that I don't think I have ever said in the history of me covering the Indianapolis Colts and the three years that Sam Ellinger has been in the NFL, that Sam Ellinger threw rockets. They were they look like normal Anthony Richardson throws, which are rockets, right? Now, granted, Sam had to put everything he had into it. You, you watched his motion, his body, everything, his wind-up, his release. He put everything he had into throwing a rocket seven, eight yards, you know? But he did it and got it into tight windows. So I'm I'm thinking that's that's a good sign, right? Um most of his passes did not look awful. He actually finished the day off pretty good. Same with Gardner Minshew. Gardner Minshew, as a matter of fact, actually had a great game, has had a great has had a great preseason in general, right? I mean, holy crap, in this game, 
against the Bears. Gardner Minshew was 13 of 15, 107 yards and a touchdown. Which means that Gardner Minshew was 19 of 21 for about 170 plus yards and a touchdown. No turnovers so far through two games. And Sam Ellinger, around 60% completion percentage, 9 of 14, 124 yards, 60 yards rushing and a rushing touchdown. Sam looked like the guy that, you know, we kind of expected when he when he was drafted. Not someone that's going to ooh you and wow you with the arm, but can do enough both ways to be an adequate backup. I still feel like Sam Ellinger will never be a starter in the league. I think Gardner Minshew can. Gardner Minshew, I feel like, legitimately could be a starter in the league, right? Um, a couple other guys I want to discuss. Kenyon Drake, he's not going to make the 53, okay? He's not going to make the 53 cut. So just write him off. I would more expect Jake Funk, who actually looked halfway decent in this game. Five carries, 18 yards, and a touchdown. That's two game, two weeks in a row that Jake Funk has had a rushing touchdown. I expect him to make it before Kenyon Drake. Deion Jackson, not the greatest day on the ground. Jason Huntley didn't look terrible, but didn't look great. Looked better than Kenyon Drake, okay? Kenyon Drake, three carries, five yards. Yeah, you heard that right. One of those carries, he tried to cut to the outside, slipped, fell, took a three-yard loss. And that's not a good situation. None of the other running backs slipped and fell. What's up with you, Drake? Okay? Most of the other running backs, they were taking it north and south because they know this is man-on-man blocking right now. Not a whole lot of zone unless it's a zone read. Then you get a little bit of zone blocking. But there wasn't a ton of that early on in the game when Gardner Minshew was the quarterback. It was mostly man blocking. That zone read blocking didn't come in till a little bit, mostly till a little bit later when Sam Ellinger came in. So that's a little bit worrisome. James Washington had a very nice catch. One one catch for 42 yards. It was absolutely gorgeous. One-handed down the sideline. Wow. Will Mallory didn't look too shabby. Uh, Josh Downs, again, still looks like Josh Downs. He's him. Um, he is fighting. He's, he might actually make the starting role of slot. Even though I have to say that our backup, the other guy that we have at the slot from the Bills, is doing pretty darn good, too. You know, he looks really, really well. So, uh, Jawan Winfrey had a, a nice day as well, even caught a touchdown pass. Um, yeah. Another guy I don't think is going to make the team is Pharaoh Brown. His blocking is just not adequate. His route running's not great. He gets, he, he ends up, uh, getting too many penalties called on him. Those are two guys that I felt like both of them were just kind of players that 
the Colts signed as camp bodies for, you know, a little bit of, you know, competition in the room. We absolutely did not need Pharaoh Brown. We have so many, so many tight ends on the team. So many. All right. When it came to the team, wow, the Indianapolis Colts had four sacks on the day. Four. They only gave up one. What? When we didn't even play starters and we only had one sack the entire day against the Chicago Bears defense that had eight sacks against the Titans in week one? Not shabby. Now, to be fair, there was two or three sacks that should have been sacks that the quarterbacks themselves, both quarterbacks for the Colts, was able to get out of scramble and make a positive play or something happened to where it didn't end up being a sack. All right. Guys that had sacks on the day was Titus Leo, Grant Stewart. You heard me right. Khalid Kareem and Trevor Denbo, right? Grant Stewart is quickly establishing himself as a solid backup, a guy kind of following in on another special teamer who played his butt off during preseason, during practice, and on special teams during the seasons to get action as a starter on the field, right? Maybe you've heard of him. Okay, I'll let it go with that. <laughs> but he is reminding me a lot of a guy like that. Uh, I, I actually think that I, I'm starting to like Grant Stewart a little bit more than EJ Speed, right? That's something a little bit odd. Uh, I, I was really high on Speed, but we haven't seen a lot from him as of late. But here's the deal, okay? There's a big difference between dealing with a bunch of twos, threes, fours, fives, sixes, as opposed to dealing with ones and twos, right? This upcoming week against the Eagles this Thursday, that's going to be a game to keep your biggest eye on. People wonder if we're even going to play our ones in that game. Week three is generally... You know, third week of preseason used to be the fourth week of preseason before they knocked it down to three preseason games. That was that's dress rehearsal. That's where you play the your ones for the majority, like a half, right, to get them ready for the regular season. Now, to be fair, the Indianapolis Colts ain't used to doing two, you know, uh, joint practices in a season. They usually only have one joint practice in a season. So I don't know if we're going to see them. I would hope so. I would hope that they do because this would be a prime opportunity for the Indianapolis Colts to, uh, you know, to get a good evaluation of their offensive line and their defense. And I mean, this is a team that went to the Super Bowl last year, right? I mean, granted, you're going to be evaluating them during practice, but you don't go full steam at practice. You're not trying to do everything that you possibly can every moment. You're not hitting the quarterback at practice. You need to play these guys week three. We'll get into that in my preview of the game that will probably come out here in the next day or two. But right now, I think that's what I how I feel. The Bears, 
Their pass rush wasn't all that good. Their offensive line's not the greatest in the world. We we won, but it was twos, threes, fours, fives against twos, threes, fours, and fives. So take it with a grain of salt. There was some one-on-one matchups that I did enjoy, though. Moving on to the Jonathan Taylor situation. I know a lot of you are here. You want to kind of hear my thoughts about this. I, I'm sitting on both sides. I'd love to see Jonathan Taylor get paid. Okay. I'm on the I'm on the I'm on the side of you know what? Running backs should get paid. They touch the ball the third most of any other player on the team. Right. And especially good game changing players, right? Should get paid. Christian McCaffrey's of the world, the Dalvin Cooks, you know, the Derrick Henry's, the Jonathan Taylors. If Jonathan Taylor is still at the game-changing level that he's at. Now, I get Jonathan Taylor's 24 years old, right? He's hitting his prime right now as a running back and knows that the window to get paid is very, very short for a running back. And now's the time. He don't want to wait till next year, you know, when his contract is over with. He wants paid now. And I get it. And I understand. And I support him in that. But at the same situation, on the flip side, the Indianapolis Colts need to know, are you still the same Jonathan Taylor? You can't pass a physical still. You had a high ankle surgery and in, in January and still can't pass a physical. Are you still going to be able to even play worth a darn, right? Will you even be able to play week one? There's a lot of questions on the table for the Indianapolis Colts. And so I understand why they haven't even offered him a contract yet because they don't even know what he looks like yet. I get it. Jonathan Taylor, the best thing he could do was bet on himself, stick around with the Colts, And that's what the Colts were trying to get him to do. Stick around. Get back to being able to play and play your gag on game. And then if you play well, they'll give you a contract. Or at least offer you a contract. May not be in the stratosphere of $16 million. But they'd offer you something. Now they've taken a separate road. Now they're like, you know what, John? You know what, my my guy? Go ahead. Go out to other teams. Go seek a trade. See if you can find a team that's willing to give up a first round pick or equivalent for you. Plus pay you the money that you're demanding to get paid even though you can't even pass a physical right now and can't be traded until you do pass a physical. You can't do workouts for anyone because you're going to pass a physical to even do a workout. Come on. You're still on the pup list. You cannot do workouts. So you can't even work out for no, no team is going to trade you when you can't go over there and show them what you could do because you're on the pup list. But go out there and see what your market's like right now. Right now. Not when you're healthy and are able to, you know, go out and play. 
because you ain't showed us that yet, right? But when you're able to, right now, there's not a single team out there that's going to give up the equivalent of a first-round pick and then pay you $14, $15, 16000000 million a year. There's no way. Christian McCaffrey got a second-round pick. The Panthers got a second-round pick for him. And he was the best all-around running back in the NFL. And on top of that, he went to a team that's utilizing him to his fullest because, and the reason why they, they were desperate, because Debo Samuel said, I'm not going to play that role anymore. I'm not going to run and catch both. Someone else got to do that. I'm a wide receiver. It takes too much out of you. Being a running back takes too much out of you. And the Niners were desperate, gave up a second round pick for Christian McCaffrey. I mean, it worked out for him. But the reason they were desperate is without that specific role, player that excels in that role, that whole system goes to crap. They need that guy who can run and catch, be a multiple threat in that Shanahan system. And they were desperate for it. And even desperation came away with a second round pick for the best all around running back in the NFL. So there's no way on God's green earth, a pure runner like Jonathan Taylor is going to get a first round pick and $16 million when he's still on the pup list and can't even work out for you. This is a way for the Indianapolis Colts, basically what they did is they go out there, what they're expecting him to go out, find out he's not going to get the high. I mean, he's going to get interest, but no one's going to offer what he's wanting plus the trade value and he's going to come back to the Colts and Ballard's going to be like, play a couple games and then we'll see what we can do for you, bud. That's what's going to happen. At least that's how I foresee it happening. That's what it looks like from the outside from a guy who's paid very, very close attention to this situation and paid very, very close attention to what Ballard has said when he has said, look, Jonathan Taylor is still hurt and we ended the season badly. I'm not offering him a contract right now, but I'm not opposed to offering him a contract mid-season, which tells me he wants to see him play before he offers a contract. Why can't people get that through their thick skulls? Especially certain running backs. I'm sorry. I'm, I'm, I'm a little perturbed over the whole situation. I understand both sides. I get it. If Jonathan Taylor is still a top-notch player in the NFL, he should be paid like a top-notch player in the NFL. But I understand the Indianapolis Colts don't want to pay somebody. They don't even know if he's going to be the same guy he was when he was a top-notch player. If he is, then maybe. Otherwise, why would you, you know, you, you have a car. Car goes out gets in a wreck, right? The car is still in the shop and you're trying to sell it. 
and tell somebody, oh, it's going to come out of the shop just as brand new as it was before. You don't know that. So you're asking for top blue book while it's still in the shop getting repaired from the wreck. Come on, guys. I still think the Indianapolis Colts and Jonathan Taylor will work things out. I think he still starts for the Colts. I don't know if it'll be week one because if he's still on the pup list, that means he's still injured and week one is just a couple weeks away. So, uh, I mean, come on. Not only does he got to get off pup list, but then once he's off pup list, he's got to get back into football shape. That usually takes three weeks. That's the general rule of thumb. Three weeks. As of right now, he's outside of that. So I don't think he starts week one, even if he does play for the Indianapolis Colts. But that's just my thoughts and my opinions. I appreciate each and every one of you. Please, if you like what I have said and you're watching this on YouTube, smash that like button, hit subscribe if you're not subscribed, and tag that notification bell so that you are notified next time I go live or upload a video. And if you're listening to this on an audio podcast, make sure you drop a review and share this to friends and family that, you know, also enjoy the Colts or NFL in general. I appreciate each and every one of you. And until next time, I'm Lawrence Owen. This was Believe in Colts brought to you by Bet Online. And as usual, go Colts. Do you believe? Thank you for listening to Believe. You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.